This episode is titled, A Letter to a Father About Religious Leaders. This letter that I am about to share is stern, but I must share this letter. I am going to be sharing from the book of Matthew chapter 23. When I read Matthew chapter 23, I was like, Lord, please forgive me if I have done any of this. I kept on reading and after reading Matthew chapter 23, then reading, rereading it, I began to get the revelation. In Matthew chapter 23, verses one through seven, it reads, then spake Jesus to the multitude and to his disciples, saying the scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. All therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do. But do not ye after their works, for they say and do not. For they bind heavy burdens and grievous to be borne, and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their work they do, for to be seen of men, they make broad their phylacteries and enlarge the borders of their garments and love the uppermost rooms at feast and the chief seats in the synagogues and greetings in the markets and to be called of men rabbi rabbi in verses one through seven jesus is telling his disciples and the people to listen to what the scribes and pharisees tell you because they are great teachers of the law of moses but don't follow the way that they live because of what they teach and how they live are two different ways also jesus is telling the people that these religious leaders are after fame and status some leaders are preaching one thing to the people but living a whole different lifestyle god is about to expose those leaders as i write this letter to you i will say this is a very disappointing letter because people desire the absolute word of god and that is what god wants and that is for us to know him still some leaders are and have turned people away from god through their behavior in verses 8 through 11 in matthew chapter 23 it reads but be not ye called rabbi for one is your master, even Christ, and all ye are brethren. And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father, which is in heaven. Neither be ye called masters, for one is your master, even Christ. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. Now, what I'm what I am about to say may ruffle some feathers, but this whole spiritual father and spiritual mother is not of God. In Matthew chapter 23, verses 8 through 11, Jesus is saying, look, stop putting these people on pedestals and don't allow anyone to put you on a pedestal, but instead serve others. Jesus is telling us that we are all students and there, and there is one teacher, Jesus Christ, if you want to be a great serve. In verses 12 through 22 of Matthew chapter 23, it reads, And whatsoever shall, and whosoever, sorry, shall exalt himself shall be abased, and he that shall humble himself shall be exalted. 
But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for ye neither go in yourselves, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye compass sea and land to make one... I'm sorry, guys, I don't know what, but it's a, you know, when they convert people over. And when he is made, ye make him twofold more the child of hell than yourselves. Woe unto you, ye blind guides, which say, Whosoever shall swear by the temple, it is nothing, but whosoever shall swear by the gold of the temple, he is a debtor. Ye fools and blind, for whether is greater the gold or the temple that sanctifies the gold, and whosoever shall swear by the altar, it is nothing, but whosoever sweareth by the gift that is appointed, he is guilty, ye fools and blind, for whether is greater the gift or the altar that sanctifieth the gift. Whoso therefore shall swear by the altar, sweareth by it, and by all things thereon. And whoso shall swear by the temple, sweareth by it, and by him that dwelleth therein. And he that shall swear by heaven, sweareth by the throne of God, and by him that sitteth thereon. Now verses 12 through 22 are sad, but it is currently going on in many churches today. God is not pleased with the things going on in the church and the compromising has to stop because there are people hungry for the actual word of God and need solutions to problems and the leaders are failing by the droves. Now back to the letter in verses 12 through 22. Jesus is saying to the people, you must humble yourself to be exalted. So some leaders lack humility, but God will humble them. Also, some leaders shut off the kingdom of heaven in front of people, nor do they enter themselves. The leaders don't allow the people that are in the process of entering to do so. Another thing is instead helping the poor, instead of helping the poor and widows, they take from them. Religious leaders go from country to country recruiting converts, but turning them into twice as much worse after converting the followers. Jesus wants the church to delight in God's laws, his precepts, and ordinances because it will lead to a life of fulfillment and peace in Jesus Christ. I suggest that you read the entire chapter 23 of Matthew. It will give you insight into why God is so upset with some leaders today. People are more concerned about the gift than the people themselves. People are more concerned about what they want from God, not God himself. And like it said in Matthew chapter 23, verse 19, ye fools and blind, for whether it's greater the gift or the altar that sanctifieth the gift. And you guys, I'm just going to pause right there just for a moment and just say like, God wants all of us to be partaking in the kingdom of heaven um if you read the book of matthew he's always giving you illustrations what the kingdom of heaven is like you know and he wants us to partake in the kingdom of heaven and this is the message that is not being preached the kingdom of heaven and that needs to be people are looking for solutions to problems the kingdom of heaven has solutions to problems. people are looking for practical things to help them get through day to die day to day i'm sorry there are people that have died there are people that are you know have lost jobs and they're not looking for this uh prosperity message they're looking for practical tools to help them get through day to day and that is in the word of god so um i'm going to get back into the letter 
as believers of Jesus Christ, we need to seek the kingdom of God and study the word of God. I would suggest that you begin to read the word of God more as I end this letter. I'm going to share something with you that I was reminded of when I read Matthew chapter 24, verse 14. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come. Verse 14 of Matthew chapter 24 says this gospel. And what gospel is it? What gospel is is Matthew chapter 24 verse 14 referring to it's the gospel of the kingdom it says the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached not prosperity not peace not any other gospel but the gospel of the kingdom then shall the end come so this tells us that when the gospel of the kingdom is preached in all the world then the end will come so do you know so do you now understand the importance of reading the word of God I pray we know the importance of not getting in the way of the people trying to enter into the kingdom of heaven. I pray as you have read the letter that you have a strong desire to read and study the word of God and ask God to reveal himself to you through the word. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's the end of the letter. But God... Guys, what I want you to understand is after reading and listening to the letter, I want you to understand the importance of reading the word of God, praying and fasting to get a better revelation of the word of God. We can't sit under, you know, allowing people to just tell us anything. We have to honestly seek God. We are living in a time where we have to have a relationship with Christ. We have to you know, know the word of God to sustain us, to keep us in perfect peace. The word of God says he will keep us in perfect peace if we keep our mind stayed on him. We have to be like throw yourselves in the word of God. Um, God loves us. He wants the best for us, but we have to be obeying his laws, his precepts, his ordinances. And that is not being preached in many churches it's not being preached people are not being taught the word of god properly so they think it's okay for them to live a certain life when it's not okay and it's up to us to equip ourselves with the proper knowledge to advance in life so that we'll have wisdom the word of god says he give us the ability to get wealth so we should be praying for that ability to be made manifest in our lives um, when you're going through anything, this is what I do when I'm going through anything, I find the scripture on it. I, I literally pick up the Bible, I read the scripture and I pray the scripture. That is what, you know, God wants to hear his word because the Bible says the angels excel in strength and they hearken to the word of the Lord to perform it in our lives. God answers our prayers. I'm thinking of times where, you know, I needed God. I, you know, he wants us, a lot of people put you know, their faith in the things that they want or they desire, but not in God. And the Bible says, cast not away your confidence in the Lord for, you know, for it shall, um, out of it shall come a great re recompense of reward. And we want a great recompense of reward in Christ, but not just only for his reward, but just to know him intimately, just to know him. How will we know him if we're not seeking him, if we're not spending time with him, if we're not, you know, the Bible says, acknowledge him in all that ways and he would direct your path when you need a direction. Why don't you pray that prayer? Why don't you literally pray?
pray that prayer and watch God lead you. The Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. Why aren't we praying that prayer when we're when we don't know the next move to make, when we don't know what to do, when we need a need supply, why aren't we praying, you know, God, you say you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory, but you have to believe what you're saying. You have to have faith in the word of God. You know, the Bible says faith come by hearing, but hearing the word of God, it comes by hearing the word of God, not just anything. It comes by hearing the word of God. But if you don't know the word of God because you haven't been studying the word of God or haven't been listening to the word of God, how will you know? The See, in the kingdom of heaven, in the kingdom of heaven, there are laws, there are precepts. There are ordinances that has to be followed. Just like, you know, Queen Elizabeth, she has laws, precepts, and ordinances that they have to follow. They can't just live the, you know, civilian life. They have to abide by these rules and principles, just as we do, to live a righteous life. When the Bible says, be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, you transform your mind by getting in the word of God and studying the word of God and knowing like this is a simple rule. This is one thing. The Bible says, pray for your enemies, bless them, bless them. The world doesn't tell you do that. They tell you an eye for an eye. You, you, somebody hurt you. I'm going to hurt you back. That's not the kingdom of God way. The Bible says, pray for them, pray for them that despitefully use you and wish all men are of evil against you pray for them and that is a tall order because not everyone wants to pray for their enemy when you think about an enemy that is a person that really do not and does not have your best interest but the bible says love them love them not only he said do good to them and love them that's what the word of god says that is in the kingdom of god that is a law that we are ordered to obey um there are other things you know that we he said you know cast your cares on jesus for he cares for you but are you doing that or are you carrying the weight of the burden or things that you're going through are you really casting it at his feet and saying i surrender it over to you in exchange for your peace in exchange for your love in exchange for your guidance are we doing that that is something that we have to do and i think back a time when my son was in the hospital he was at a younger age this is the first time in the hospital and i wanted particular people around me i wanted that but that was not the case but god allowed me to stop and see and just when i, I prayed to him he allowed me to see how everybody was strategically put in place i had this person on the phone talking to you telling you knowing how you know y'all i i just can't express how good god was when i think back on it you know how people say you know we've all said it when i look back over my life and see you know what god has done for me people were I, down to the drugs that my son was going to take i knew i was you know, well aware of it because of the people that I had surround me. I had people literally say, you know, we can stay while you go home and take a shower. Get I had all of those things. So you, his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And in those seasons and in those moments, God steps in. God is constantly there. He said, he'll never leave me and nor forsake me. And in that moment, he never left me. He never forsake me. He was there. He was there. 
there are times that I have literally prayed the word of God and God showed up in the right time. God, he always shows up on time. And I know that's a cliche statement, but that is a true statement. Um, when God says he, he's near to the brokenhearted, he, he said a broken spirit in the country of heart, he will not turn away. A broken heart and a contract spirit, I'm sorry. He will not turn away. And so, therefore, if you're going through a broken heart, he will not turn away. He will not turn away. But you have to ask for him. You have to accept him. He's not going to force himself on you. That's not who he is. You have to ask him. Invite him into your life in every area of your life. And I mean every. When he says in all your ways, every way. Every way you acknowledge him. And he will put his touch On that situation, I am a living witness. I am telling you that he does that. He heals the broken heart. I've been brokenhearted before. He healed the broken heart. He takes you through the process. He show you your wrongs. He show you your faults. But at at the same time, it's not a condemning way. It's in a convicting way. And you have the desire to change. And it's only through the word of God that is transforming you. He's teaching you a whole new way to think and a whole new way to talk and walk and carry yourself and treat others and you know these are the things that people need practically to live a life of holiness and righteousness it's not on you know on something that you can't obtain it is you know people want honor but if, if you're praying for honor the bible says humility comes before honor so when you're praying for honor do you not know that humility precedes honor so you're gonna have to go through a season of humility but you will you know that is in the word of god there's wisdom in the word of god he's telling you things you you know you say he that keeps his mouth is wise so basically you being quiet you being slow to speak and quick to listen those are laws those are things that will help you in life and um, we have to seek God and all. I mean, there is answers that, I mean, just by studying the book of Proverbs, guys, it was a revelation, like eye opener. And this isn't my first time studying the book of Proverbs. I've studied it before, but every time I look at it, there is something new that I find that always fascinates me, that always want me, that always, you know, that I desire to become better. You know, and that's how we have to know the kingdom of God have all this is he wants you to have access to every door in the kingdom of heaven. He says, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. That's access. That is access. He wants you to have access. When you think about it, Queen Elizabeth, she have access. That is the most, you know, people say, you know, they want money. They want, but no, honestly, you want access to everything that you possibly need. If you need a car, you want access to a car. If you need some place to stay, you need access to some place to stay. If you need um, healing, you want access to a doctor. You need, I don't know, but you, we want access. And there is complete access in the kingdom of God. And it's through the word of God, through the word of God. And you have to believe in the word of God. The Bible says heaven and heaven and earth may pass away, but my world 
will stand. His word will stand forever. He hold the world. He hold his word higher than his name. And we have to know that. We have to stand on that. If he hold his word higher than his name, then his word has so much weight. It has so much value. He's a man of this word. He cannot lie. It's not that he will not lie. He cannot lie. It's not in him to lie. His word is true. His word is true. But are you believing in his word? So I just pray that after all this, I just pray that you read the word of God. I ask, I pray that God reveals himself to you in such a way that you have this sensation to just read the word of God and ask for wisdom and ask for knowledge and also on wisdom. You know, the Bible says, ask for wisdom, he'll give it to you liberally he will give it to you but it also says sound wisdom is laid up for the righteous so if you are righteous there is sound wisdom laid up for you but you have to ask for him for it. he'll give it to you he'll give it to you to guide you to lead you in all ways all truths he will he will do it to you he will do it for you he will give you the desires of your heart if you delight yourself in the lord if you read the word if you study the word if you get into the word and you know just seek him seek his kingdom you will have so much access and no i don't have everything that i want right now but i continue to seek god and the peace of god that surpasses our understanding is more valuable than anything that has ever been given i'm telling you peace people don't know the value of peace peace is <laughs> it has no price it is, is it is the most valuable thing that people can have on the inside. Because if you have peace on the inside, then you will know what direction to move. He will guide you. You will be at peace. And so I just pray that you have a blessed day. And as always, stay blessed.